Welcome to our Upscale podcast this week. Um, today we're going to talk about what makes us uncomfortable. And I'm here with Mitch and Nathan. It's all three of us because some things, you know, we need to just discuss what makes us feel uncomfortable in business and how can we get over that. And I'm feeling that that intro made you feel uncomfortable, Arena. <laughs> it did absolutely make me feel uncomfortable. Which is kind of why we made uh, asked her, requested her to do it. So I'm really proud of you for doing that. Thank well you done. very much. So, you know, this this stuff, definitely putting myself out there. I might just jump in and tell you what makes me feel uncomfortable. But having my voice recorded, um, being on video um, and cold calling people or putting myself out there makes me feel absolutely uncomfortable in business. What is it about that that makes you feel uncomfortable? Have you thought about that? I think it's just, you know, it's there forever. So if you stumble over your words, just as I just did then, it's just recorded. And it's, I know, I'm just, I like things to be nice and neat and perfect. perfect. And in the, mo- in the moment, you just can't always control that. And I think I just like things to be done a certain way. So I'd rather do it a hundred times until I get it right. But you also lose that energy, I think, and like the, the spirit and the vibe. Like it doesn't feel as good and natural if you do it too many times and it's too programmed. But mm. my, I tend to do things over and over again to get them right because mm. I like them to be perfect. And that takes up a lot of time, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, and energy. Like I don't know how many times I've gone to create a video and have re-recorded the same thing that I've said maybe 50 times and taken hours and something I could have done in, in just a few minutes yeah. because I had the need to be perfect. It had to be perfect. Uh, Mitch, you're you're actually really good on this on this topic. You definitely don't suffer from the disease of perfection, do you? I think I suffer <laughs> from the opposite, opposite if you want to talk about it. Uh, for me, I'm all about flow. Like I really believe that um, I'm at my best when I remove um, the constraints of what others are expecting or of what my own expectations are in that. So I often put zero expectations on myself. And I also allow, I actually was just having a um, conversation about this with someone this morning. I I intentionally don't invite um, others' expectations or others' opinions or others' things into my life a lot of the time because it takes me out of flow. And my most powerful space in business, if you want, I'm just going to go to my most powerful and where I feel the most comfortable is when I am in flow. Uh, so if we think about that, that means the thing that scares the shit out of me is actually when I'm having to be put in a box and I have to be out of flow. To meet others' expectations. To meet others' expectations. Or um, your own that you've set on yourself. Yeah, which I have become really, really good at not doing. Anyway. <laughs> um, and look, it leads to it's led to my success, to where I am right now. Um, so, you know, it, it's an interesting space. Um, you know, as coaches, we sit here and we... Um, really create roadmaps and we create all these great uh, goals and achieve like what we want to achieve for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, really important to identify how do you flow in that? Yeah. So yeah, my big fear is being contained, put in a box and given lines to read <laughs> uh, in <laughs> on um, some, some video or something. We had a, a filming day yesterday and um, you know, my hell, I remember the copywriters giving me what I was meant to say on Friday. And I was like, I'm not fucking reading that. <laughs> if I read that all weekend and I get that into my head, I'm going to just crumble. And yes, I ended up reading it in the end. 
but it was that I couldn't put myself in the box for the whole weekend or a whole period of time. Um, otherwise, I just wouldn't have been able to do it. I'm glad you see me as a copywriter, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. That's yep. Really, yeah. yep. <laughs> Look, I, I think, you know, it, it, for me, I, I suffer from much the same with that perfectionism stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time I can get in my own way with that, you know. It's that overthinking of everything. It, it's kind of like analysis paralysis. You know, you 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 know what you need to do, but the desire to be perfect and all those expectations just start to get in the way and you find yourself stuck. You know, how many times in business or in life have you known what you needed to do, but you just couldn't bring yourself to do it because of something going on in your head? Even in relationships, like even in outside of business, like in all things, we suffer from that. I love that. What was that? Analysis paralysis. Mm. Uh, I really like that. And I, I do feel, I feel like a lot of people suffer from that in all aspects from the, in their life. Um, that's powerful. I think uh, for me, if we're, we're going to get vulnerable with this, I suffer from the same stuff. You know, people scare me. You know, I want to be liked by everybody. Mm. It's an interesting that I chose a career in sales and, and have now moved into coaching, you know. But sometimes I can get so in my head and so in my own way that I actually just just destroy the experience, you mm. know, by thinking about things too much, being too concerned with how I'm going to be perceived that, you know, my most authentic, genuine, vulnerable self doesn't come across. Yeah. Mm. And eventually it comes to a place where, you know, it gets that painful and I stop doing it. And all of a sudden I start just doing the thing that I need to do and getting in the flow of it all. And all of a sudden, boom, you know, I'm, I'm succeeding. I'm moving forward. I'm connecting with people and things are great. I think, you know, putting yourself out there, it's, it's for all humans. It's, it's an uncomfortable thing. You know, none of us like the eyes of others, well, some more than others. But, I like eyes. You know, I know. <laughs> That's why I said some. But, um, you know, I, I, I think there's, there's a certain uncomfortability around that. And the more that we do it, the more that we put ourselves out there, the easier that, that becomes and the less we, we step in our own way around that stuff. Mm. Um, I would say I struggle with the numbers and, and the admin side of things, you know, like, I've, I've, I've learned to talk and to communicate and, and that's been my craft for so long. But when it comes to, you know, you were showing me a financial report the other day and the numbers just all of a sudden just start to blur up on the screen. And I just don't, every time we talk a number, you smile, you know, yeah. like you're excited by it. I see a spreadsheet and I want to run for the hills. Mm. I really think it's like the same sort of thing. Like once you step into that space and you try it, in little pieces maybe maybe don't look at it for an hour but you know have someone there with you like me that can guide you through it and show you what's important and the more often you do it the more comfortable it gets and for me the same thing here I just I'm just jumping in and trying to just go for it and not be in my head as much but those other things that like especially with numbers, if that makes you feel uncomfortable as a business owner, you can't ignore that stuff. Mm-hmm. You need to do the uncomfortable. Um, and that's from someone like I look at financial like financials all the time. Like at everyone's books. You're in there all the time. You you get used to it and things stop freaking you out as much. But if you when you start and you notice something's wrong, it's like some like your world's crumbling. And the more you do it though, you you realize, look this is a situation we might have been in before we know how to get out of it if we're in this situation mm. for the first time 
how do we get out of it? Who do we ask? Who can help us with that? It's a bit of exposure therapy, isn't it? A little bit, yes. You just, I, I, I think there's this desire to always be perfect and and to know everything. And if we don't, then we just avoid it because we feel like we're going to fall short. Um, so next time there's a spreadsheet, I'll sit, <laughs> I'll take on a little bit of it and um, see how we go. I actually just loved a uh, bit, of, bit of a reflection. I actually loved listening to the different tones that you both just were talking about. When Arena was talking about spreadsheets, it was <laughs> such a powerful uh, directive. Like it was like, this is my jam and I can talk about this all day. Yep. But when you talked about spreadsheets, Nathan, because it is your space that it holds some fear, it's something you're scared of, you actually went into a bit more of like a humble, like, oh, yeah. like next time there's a spreadsheet. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that. I love that because in that moment, like especially for the listeners that aren't here watching this, just from the tone, we can pick up what our strength is and what gives us fear, what scares us. So I, I think that was uh, really nice to witness. So thank you for that. Thank you. I actually have been making a conscious effort of just going for it, though, and like writing the stuff down that I think, all right, who am I to tell people? And like I realise I can actually tell people because I know this stuff. But I just always just second guess myself where mm -hmm. it's the, like, I'm just like, you know what? I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to write it down. And before you know it, you start to have a few positive experiences. You see yourself, you hear yourself and you're never as bad as you think. Mm. So I, I agree. You're just got to put yourself out there and have a go. Mitch, time for you to get vulnerable. Oh, where do you suffer from some analysis paralysis, my friend? Mm. Um, this is a hard one for me. Um, and it's not saying that I don't like, I don't hold fear or I don't have, um, things that scare me. It's that, so I'm, I'm going to think on it while I talk, but something I learned a long time ago from, um, probably my first mentor, um, just was the power of action. So like, no matter how fearful or scared a situation has me in, I've gotten to a really great space where I just take action on it pretty much instantly. So therefore it doesn't actually manifest into what it mm -hmm. could be. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a big believer in like um, shoot the name, uh, which is a, is a concept, which, you know, some people agree with and some people don't, but ultimately it means that I'd rather leap and then work out how I'm going to land. <laughs> yep. I'd rather go for it. Yep, I'd rather go for it. And me. <laughs> strike out, you know, because ultimately if I uh, think of all the ways that I'm going to fail or I think about getting everything perfect, yep, for me, that'll take me out of flow and that's the worst place for me as a person to be in. Mm. It means that the likelihood of me achieving what I actually want diminishes. So what holds for me the most fear um, or, the mo or something that I have analysis paralysis around? Um, I don't know if this is going to be exactly what they're looking for, but this is what does get me. It's something that I do hold, especially in this space, uh, in a new business area. Um, it is that I'm mindful of um, I can come across or people can perceive me as, uh, you know, controlling certain outcomes, especially in business. And when I have um, business partners, or when I have other people um, that I am, I guess, taking care of, staff or anything, every decision I make ultimately impacts them. 
Yeah. And I don't ever want to, I guess, channel the course of something too heavily in one direction that is only mine. You know, I'm a big believer in businesses are families. Yep. And I'm a big believer in a family chooses its path as opposed to just one person. Yep. Now, one person may be the leader doing those finger things after listening. One person may be the leader and really like helps direct that along the chosen path of all. Yep. But something that, you know, puts me in a bit of analysis paralysis is sometimes I don't act simply because I don't want to be seen as the one that is taking the lead too much and that I don't want to be seen as controlling the direction and the outcome. Um, and yeah, that does stop me sometimes from doing some things that may need to be done or from, you know, um, just, just, yeah, just trusting that what I'm feeling or what I'm going through is actually just what, like, just do the action, just get it done. Yeah. Yep. I think that relates to people that have a team mm. because, you know, if, if you're the only leader or the only owner, you have to get out of that mindset and yep. take the action. Yeah. I think it also relates to a lot of people that have their own business. Yeah. I think it also comes back like I've done this so many times. I've built businesses so many times and they've been so successful that sometimes I'm like, okay, I know what we do. I know what we do next. Let's just do it. And it's the opposite of what a lot of our clients come to us with. A lot of our clients come to us going, I don't know how to manage a team. I don't know what I'm meant to do with all the stuff. I don't know what I'm meant to do in this space. And for me, fear actually comes, well, I do, but I don't want to. I don't, I want the, I want everyone else to experience what I've experienced. I want everyone else to go through that failure because failures are so important. Lessons, lessons that we learn in business. Um, so that's one of mine. It's, it does hit me and I do get stagnant at sometimes where I'll kind of just like to track and become like a fly on the wall and let people do all their own things when ultimately it could maybe get there quicker. So that that's something that I've been um, feeling at a lot of different businesses that I've been involved in, in the last you know three years. And I guess ultimately on the other side of that as well, like I've seen it with clients where they do think they know everything and they mm -hmm. start bossing around their staff. You yes. know the people that they have employed to to do certain tasks who have a genius that is other than their own, but they believe that they know too much, you yeah. know, and they don't let people do what they're paid to do. Yeah. Micromanaging. Sit, micromanaging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, you know, they they want control for the sake of control. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I think it's a it's a good quality to 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 a degree to yeah. allow people to work in their genius, but at the same time, as a leader, as a business owner, you yeah. have to take direction. You do. Yeah. You do. You have to step up. Um, and it's interesting, the second you said that, I was like thinking back through all my different things that I've done and, you know, the people that I've been in, involved with in business. And I'm like, I wonder if anyone would say I ever micromanaged them. You know, I would like to think that I don't, I feel that I really let people go. But that is a self in itself something that stops me sometimes just telling people what to do is like, I don't want to come across that. I want you mm. to figure it out. I want you to fucking fail. I want you to work out the shit here and come up with the solutions yourself so that you become a brighter star. Yeah. yeah. If, nice. if, if you say it, it's not the truth. If mm. they say it, it's the truth. Yep. You know, so getting people to come to their own realizations around things is, is a really effective way of management. Yep. Yeah. Anything else we want to get vulnerable about, guys? That's just 
thought I might say, this makes me feel uncomfortable, but I think it's time to wrap up. <laughs> she's done it again. She's opened and she's closed. I know. I'm trying. I'm I like that. Doing it. I like that. And it shows the simplest way to overcome our fears or the analysis paralysis is to just simply take action and do it. Yeah. Let's finish on that. Till next time, guys. Keep it real. Bye. See ya.